Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. It's the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. So it turns out that maybe solo episodes are not as bad as I have made them out to be. I do feed off of other people's energy, so speaking... Just off the top of my head feels easier when I'm, you know, bouncing ideas off someone else. But it kind of dawned on me last month when I did that podcast that a solo episode is where I get to talk to you guys and just go through the things that have been going through my head. Or if you guys have questions or topics you want me to discuss or want some input on, this would be the way to do it. So here I am (laughs) sitting in a closet, just to paint the picture for you guys. I'm sitting in a closet upstairs in my house because for some reason, this feels like the coziest space. Not really sure how to like justify that or rationalize it. Don't really think there's much like anything rational happening here, (laughs) but it feels cozy and I'm all about cozy. I'm a cancer. You guys know that, but I wanted to hop on because I had a thought and I wanted to just kind of process through that. Maybe some of you guys are feeling this too. Maybe you felt it before and you feel isolated or you're kind of on this journey right now and um, need some encouragement. So this is what happened to me and I'll just tell you guys about it. I had an experience recently and I was on a plane to Palm Springs to do some energy work and I'm texting with a friend while I'm on the plane, just telling her what I was doing. And she said to me, you are so brave. And I just remember sitting there and I was looking at my phone for a second, kind of like waiting to see if there was like a follow-up text or something that was going to like click for me because all I was thinking in my brain was, huh? Like it just didn't make sense to me. Brave to me felt like this really weird word to say about that experience. Like, Like I said, it just didn't make sense. It wasn't really anything that had crossed my mind actually. 
Like, in fact, not much had crossed my mind about that trip other than just being excited to get out of Nashville for a few days and go do something that made me feel good. So I want to go back and and in my friend's defense, the kind of energy work that I was doing, it was actually really intense. And it was to target one of my deepest rooted painful experiences. And as I sat here on that plane flying across the country, I was realizing I have not asked this facilitator many questions at all about how this session will be. Literally, the, all that was going through my brain was like, get your ass on the plane. I knew I just needed to show up, be open, and let whatever c- came up, come up. The universe was going to handle the rest. That's where I had gotten. First of all, before I go any further, I want to say, I'm not advertising that you guys walk into a situation where you have no clue if the facilitator is legit or not. I had personally known someone else who had seen this energy worker already, so I knew they were legit. I really do encourage due diligence with anything spiritual, emotional, therapy, anything like that. Due diligence is very important. Second, I am not trying to toot my own horn here and be like, oh, I'm so brave. I think my point is it dawned on me, like if you do anything enough in this life, it simply just gets easier. The truth is I have gotten so used to healing work, therapy, energy work, you name it, that I think I've just learned to stop trying to control it. I can sit there. I don't have to overthink it. I just lean in and I trust the process. I mean, literally, when I tell you guys, I have done so much weird shit at this point. I'm not even sure that there's anything in this world of like healing practices that could produce fear in me anymore. I've done the weirdest, most, I don't know, just bizarre stuff. I just know that when I'm feeling low, I have to do it. I just need to do it. And then I'm going to find peace on the other side. So it's just like taking the next right step and doing it. So I actually responded to my friend and I said, brave, brave about what? Because as I said, you know, I'm not grasping what she meant at that point. But then another train of thought started to dawn on me and I started thinking, isn't this so interesting that my friend is saying to me how brave I am? And in the meantime, it's like we go to the gym because we want to be fit, right? We want to look our best. I can't even tell you guys either. Like I will sit with my friends and we talk about all the money we spend on our hair, our nails, our makeup, our clothes. Also, we work so hard because we want to be successful. Yet when it comes to our insights, like the work, the processes, the money, it's not even thought of or discussed or it's those exact reasons we tell ourselves we aren't digging deep and doing the work. Like we can't afford it or, you know, that's just not for me kind of mentality. It seems like maybe we're starting to say the right things. Like, okay, it's really important that you guys go take care of your mental health. But like, what does that look like? We never really take it that step further and talk about what that looks like. And to be clear, The only reason that I do any of this mental, spiritual, or emotional work is because I just want to feel better. Like, I want to get out of pain, and I've had the life experience that I've done it enough now that I just know that that is how I do it. Even though it's taken me a really long time to accept, I know that the only way out is actually through, which brings me back to the word brave. When I first thought about this, my instinct was to say, well, like, what's everyone scared of anyway? But then it, you know, I remembered. 
it's that crippling fear. It's that taking that next step and to walk into the therapist's office. When you're laying on the Reiki master's table or having your chart read and someone's actually seeing who you really are. It's being scared that if you start crying, you may never stop. Being afraid that you're the only person, you're the one person on this planet that's too defective to be helped. Your issues are so deep and they feel so much bigger than anyone else's. And if you go and do these things and they tell you you can't be fixed, then what? Then what's going to fill that deep pit inside? You see, I've walked these roads long enough now that I know that none of that is true. And your deepest fears, the ones that keep you from looking behind the curtain, they're actually just narratives. And your sweet brain, it's just using those narratives to try to keep you safe. If it keeps you the same, it's like our brains convince us that we'll be safe. But the thing is, if you're still listening to this episode at this point, and you've heard all those fears that I just said, and that little pit in your stomach cried out, I just don't believe that's a bad mistake. I think your soul's ready. I've come to accept that no matter what we go through, this life is good if we allow it to be. And actually, the pain is the part that loves us the most. Sounds crazy to say, but I believe that to be true. It's the universe's way of getting us back on the right track. It's the universe's way of like encouraging us to be the highest version of ourselves, the most evolved, the most loving versions of ourselves. So if you're hurting, you feel lost, you feel empty or depressed, I promise you there's ways out of all of it. No problem is too big. I've seen a lot of problems in this experience. Even when the pain feels too great and feels all-encompassing, there are answers. And it's okay not to be okay. In fact, I'm actually starting to believe we're all exactly right on time. I keep thinking it's kind of insane that we just continue to not discuss the massive impact of the last few years of a pandemic and isolation and complete chaos have had on all of us. It's like we continue to try and forget about it, act like it never happened, and things are just going to go back to the way they used to be. But I also think during that time, it probably brought up all the other stuff, you know, the stuff that we could usually put a Band-Aid on. It brought it all right to the surface. And no matter what old method or new Band-Aid you try, the anxiety, the exhaustion, the depression, the anger, it just doesn't seem to go away. But trust me when I say that is a good thing. I know you probably want to punch me in the face right now, but I promise you, it's a good thing. It's your body talking to you. Those feelings aren't bad. We've just labeled them as that, but they're not actually bad. They're trying to talk to us. So say hello. I actually will sit sometimes as crazy as it sounds. And like if I'm feeling super anxious and it's to the point where it's like overwhelming and I can't figure out why, I'm just like, all right, hey, anxiety, you're there and I can't do anything about you clearly. So what are you trying to show me? Ask it what it needs. Your body will always tell you. We do a whole lot of things in this society to try and not be uncomfortable. But it seems like what we miss is that discomfort is actually our greatest communication with ourselves and the universe. If you aren't comfortable, the answer isn't a pill or a drink or sex with a stranger like we've all been taught. Whoever actually came up with that narrative is probably the one that needs to be canceled. This is a new era. I'm claiming it now. I just have this inkling like something in our society feels like it's shifting to me. I feel the fear all around the world. I know it's still really, really big. 
But that's why I want to do this podcast. That's why I talk to the people that I talk to, even sometimes if it seems like, you know, I'm gone off the deep end or it's like so woo-woo. I'm just a curious person and I'm honestly willing to try anything. So I want to give you guys the access to all the places that you can go heal. There's so many options. There's so many answers out there and we just don't give it any energy and we just don't give it a place in the narrative. And I think that that's wrong. It's like that quote says, courage isn't the absence of fear, it's doing it anyway. So that's the road that I think that we're beginning to walk down in 2024. And I would love to be a part of your process. That's what's been going on in my brain this week is just that I think that a lot of people are actually getting really, really, really fucking ready. Like we're just ready. We're ready to level up. We're ready to heal. And I think that maybe we're ready to step into the new scary thing that we've been putting off um, and get to the other side. So as I always say, take what you like and leave the rest. If there's anything that you guys need from me on your journey, you can always shoot me an email, like I said, at kelly at velvetsedge.com. That's my direct email. Or you can slide into my DMs at velvetsedge on Instagram. If you have any questions about like specific practices that you're interested in, you maybe heard about, I've probably tried it or I have a friend who has or I've even maybe done an episode about it. So literally, do not be afraid to ask anything. There is no dumb question with this stuff. With that, I guess I'll just end and say happy hump day, y'all. I hope to see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson, where we believe everyone has a little velvet and a little edge. Subscribe for more conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. Search Velvet's Edge wherever you get your podcasts. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.